What's going on, everybody? On today's episode, we talk about short track racing results. We got NHL playoff brackets. Stay tuned, because I think you're really going to like this one. I'm dropping the hammer. No, you're not. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Bullets, Boards, and Burnouts. We have a huge episode lined up for you today. Joining me, as always, is Jack the Third and AJ Henderson. Gentlemen, how are we doing? I'm doing great. Great. Fantastic. Coming at you live from downtown Town Square. It is a beautiful weekend. It has been a beautiful weekend here in Indy. Um, man, you look at this Town Square... It's just full of dreams and hopes. Where the fuck is that at? Right out the window, right <laughs> to our right, buddy. Town it's square, man. I mean, there's a dragon. I see uh, cannons. You gotta start. That's an eagle. There's a lion. Anyway, we have a lot to get into today. I mean, where do we start? A Circle City Raceway test happened last week uh, on Thursday. <laughs> Was a really good time. Quite a few cars out there. More than I expected. Yeah. I, I, I admitted that. I even told Kevin that. I said, there's a lot more cars than I thought. Uh, looked fun. Jack, you tested. Um, how did things feel to you? I have no idea. I just went out there and... <laughs> just drove just around. Driving around and had a lot of fun. Kind of kind of want to forget about asphalt racing now, to be honest with you. Why would you want to forget about asphalt racing? I don't know. Dirt racing just... I haven't actually raced yet, but... Mm-hmm. It's a it's a lot more fun. It's a lot more forgiving. It feels like there's no no pressure on you, and you just go out there and just drive the piss out of it. And you know, somebody told me last night that the difference in the pits at dirt is completely different than asphalt. I mean, you could break something, and somebody three rows over from you is going to run, and they'll help you out. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a family thing there, as whereas well, everybody's there to have fun, and yeah. it's not a job. You know, you go to a lot of asphalt tracks with uh, super late models or whatever you're driving. Most of them are there to do a job, and mm-hmm. that's it. They're not there to have fun 90% of the time. They're there. Uh, they clock in as soon as the gates open, and they clock out when the race, you know, is over and the gate closes on the trailer. So that's what the difference is in the dirt world. They're all there to have fun. They're grassroots racers 90% of the time. You know, when you you, you get some of those big guys in, I mean, they're the same way. Mm-hmm. But um your saturday night short track heroes are the you know they're grassroots racers they want to have fun they're there for one sole purpose and it's to get the checkered flag but you know as long as they have a good time and can drink some beer afterwards they're, they're cool right and that's what's cool about it to me is you know because that's really the kind of guy i am and the kind of team that we've put together that's how we are that's how we look at things and it's no, uh i'm really excited for what the future holds with yeah this. i'm really excited um, to drink some beer yeah <laughs> soon um on top of that uh there was uh quite a few other classes out there um what did you enjoy watching the most obviously besides your thing the wing sprint cars were uh pretty entertaining around there you know it's a little bull ring and uh the, the track surface was uh starting to get a little bit rough and it, it was just kind of cool to watch them guys just hustle the shit out of them and um you know uh, the first set the first practice session was wing sprint cars and they go out there and never even seen the place or anything and they they're burying it down into one wide open and i'm like what the fuck are you thinking like Mm -hmm. what the hell and but i mean it worked out you know nobody tore anything up uh everybody seemed to have a lot of fun there was i think there was like 40 40 50 cars there on the on the track so it was a good time um opening night next week what did you do did you lick the microphone (laughs) yeah i got some of the black dust in my mouth here put this in your mouth 
That's not oh, what Jesus, I want. AJ. Anyway, opening night is uh, next Thursday for Circle City Raceway. The All-Star Circuit of Champions coming through. Uh, FOP, friend of pod, Ashley Albertson. Uh, she had uh, comments. I don't have them wrote down. I think she told you she has yeah, some comments she, about it. She said that she thinks it's going to be a really good racetrack to, to go out there for, uh, you know, the 410s, the 305s, and the TQ midgets. It's kind of... Uh, the perfect world for them um and she said that she's really excited to get out there and get dirty with it yeah i'm looking forward to uh seeing opening night seeing her run um and just seeing how things go uh, yeah she looked pretty good the other night yep. um you know i think she was the fastest tq there uh, was she the only one there no no actually no. uh credit where credit is due she looked really good <coughs> yeah she, she did just, really I'm good trying to be a dick to ashley well we're, we're having we have a serious show here and okay, sorry. Yeah, you need to we, take that elsewhere we've been told uh we're not allowed to crack any jokes anymore yep. so it's so, gonna be cut and dry I didn't like get, this i didn't get told that well now you know what's that song by imagine dragons <laughs> <laughs> you, you fucked your joke up it's thunder <laughs> i know uh but no so uh opening night to laugh at next it. thursday um i'll, I'll be there Can't that's how you start it. jokes is you just start with the punchline it's thursday <laughs> when people are listening to this it'll literally be this coming thursday days. yep when you hear it when you hear the show tomorrow well, morning see I'm not a prof- I'm not a professional so the professional thing would have been to say at the time of recording it'll be this coming Thursday but I'm not a professional so we carry we on we know you don't even have notes idiot I don't have notes <laughs> I don't have notes I'm just flying by the seat of my pants here um, Nashville Wait, so Thursday is the yeah, sprint cars yeah Thursday and Friday yeah I have to come Tyler Courtney runs the he will be there Thursday and uh, he, he he's going to be there Friday, too, because the yep. 410s are going to stay and uh, the TQs go somewhere else. Or they got a night off, um, and then they add the 305 sprints, non-wing mm-hmm. sprints, for Friday night with the 410s. So it's going to be a pretty entertaining little uh, get-together there. I think, uh, think they're about sold out of tickets already, which is pretty impressive. Um, you know, it's a, it's a hell of a facility. Um, AJ, I know you haven't made it out there yet, but it's, uh, I mean, of course it being brand new, but it's, it's probably one of the nicest tracks in Indiana. I'll say this. If you race, uh, we got to have some sort of transportation because walking back and forth in the pits was the only thing I didn't like. Yeah. Yeah. It's about a quarter of a mile walk from the it's damn four wheeler. Yeah. Well, there's bicycle. only two people that can get on the four wheeler. Can you imagine riding a bicycle on gravel? I've done it. Loose gravel. Like. If you saw, it, it's like asphalt milling, so it's it's pretty it's pretty loose. Get a motorized bicycle, moped, a DUI machine. Oh, those are sweet. Oh yeah, you're right. Well, uh, if you want to come out Thursday, May twentieth at Circle City Raceway, Adult General Mission tickets are twenty five dollars. You can also get two night tickets for Thursday and Friday for fifty. Um, I don't have pit information on here at the moment, um, so when it's probably thirty five. Yeah, but there's not. There's not any good seating in the pit area anyway. I mean, no, you get so hit by it, some rocks. <laughs> yeah, I about got killed by a boulder. It got kicked up off the right rear of one of them 410s. But no, uh, there's some really, really great seats still available on the front stretch. And, mm-hmm. you know, if you go in the pits, you're not going to see very much. But you can see the behind-the-scenes yep. action of things. So that is coming up uh in other news we have nashville fairgrounds i'm sure you guys saw all the videos well what we gotta get to is one tracks what we gotta get to as everybody saw on the facebooks last week uh got a new car in there yeah the dirt mod yeah so that's pretty cool yeah we know that's that's why i asked you i said you tested with it yeah but we didn't really hit on what you want to hit on buddy talk about it it's a dirt modified that's all I it's wanted to say. Blue on black. <laughs> blue on black. What's the number? Blue on black. Just that's, like that's the number. Yeah. <laughs> number blue on black. B on B. And uh, it's a like a zero where the zero like the O is supposed to be. So it's B zero B. Okay, Bob. Okay. I think they saw the Bob. if they if they listen to this they Battery probably saw operated. the picture and know that you're lying. Battery operated <laughs> okay. boyfriend. But seriously what? though, <laughs> battery oh. operated. Okay. <laughs> uh, but no, seriously, how Why, do you feel? Do you have one of those? Yeah. All right. Well. Okay. Not the dirt modified. <laughs> so with the dirt modified, you're looking forward to get you know your first. Yeah, race, it's so actually belt. a lot of fun. Um, you know, we were kind of nervous about how things would shake out with it, but you know we were within a second of 
the fastest car there and we weren't the slowest one there so that made me mm-hmm. feel good um a second seems like a lot but it's really pretty much the first time that i've ever been on a dirt track so a lot of things to be proud of there uh and we still got some work to do and some ground to make up but we'll get there eventually well no worries i mean you only get better with time right yeah so but yeah it's uh quite a bit of fun i should have should have made the move a long time ago I'm throwing it on the yeah i know he's aggressively picking it up talking about aggression though uh nashville fairgrounds yeah them videos that came out uh, especially that blonde-haired lady i didn't know there was five formula one tracks in nashville yeah that lady was pissed that's crazy well and the thing of it is i didn't even watch the videos because i knew how mad i would get and all it was was the lady you, standing up there lying did you not watch the karen sit up there and just no, lose her I, shit i i did not watch the video because i knew you want me to play the audio no <laughs> because it's just gonna piss me off she got so aggressive towards the end she's and i don't know the people that are cheering for her piss me off too they're like yeah well you but moved, the thing of you it moved is into this place knowing there's a racetrack there. the racetrack's been there for decades so like, i think it was built in like 1904 yeah or something so like that. it's been there literally over 100 years then so actually i think it's the oldest short track that is still operating today I think that we talked about that last season on yes, one yes, of our yes. episodes. So, I mean, there you go. These people moved in. They moved all of these damn Section 8 apartments in right around the outside of the and track. She's talking about property value. She don't own it. There is no goddamn <coughs> property rent, value. You rent there. an apartment. And if anything, like, all your housing and Speedway, right there a quarter of a mile from IMS, it's all big money. Everybody wants to be there because it's the racing capital of the world. You know, everybody mm-hmm. wants to be by a racetrack. If you if you moved in there knowing that there's a racetrack there, yeah, you got no room to bitch. How can you how can you bitch and complain about something that has been there for over a hundred years and want them to shut it down because you live there? Well, that no, and Bristol move. and them putting money in to renovate it is just going to raise property values. Exactly. You know, if, if NASCAR comes there, you know how expensive, like, they can make money by selling parking in their yard. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what all these people, you know, near IMS do for uh, the Indy 500 and, and the they make a killing. And, yeah. I mean, every event that goes on there, I mean, Kelsey's grandma does it. Hell, you know? rent, rent your room out for the night. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Go Hell, stay in a hotel can, or something. Charge you. There, there's so many things you can do. Like like the party crowd that follows NASCAR and that follows IndyCar and all these places, you know, as they're, you know, tailgating or walking through the streets, you know, to get to the track. Hell, you could sell Selling beer. beer. You could say, sell yeah. beer for $5 a piece or, you know, pop or hot dogs or whatever in the hell you want. And then them people are going to buy them, you know, because they're thirsty walking on this, you know, mile and a half hike to get to the track or right. whatever and those people are not bad people no i guarantee you and you're I, already in nashville they're the life central you know and party. that's going to drive crime out of you know the area anyway because the not the, the nashville fairgrounds is right in the middle of a bad area it's kind of mm-hmm. like the state fairgrounds here mm-hmm. it's not the greatest area to to really go after dark um but it, it's gonna it's gonna drive the crime out of there it's gonna make everything better and when you've got dale earnhardt jr on your side yes yeah, saying that. that he's gonna if if they bring xfinity there he will race every year he in didn't. every race that they have he didn't say every year i listened to his uh most recent podcast and they misquoted him there and he said no i would race the first one i'm not gonna race there every because he says he only races one xfinity race a year he said he's not saying he would race there every year he's just trying to backpedal you better make an exception I would. I, I, I guarantee you if, if they do it, Junior will make something happen. And even if he doesn't race it every year, he will put a retiree mm-hmm. in there, yeah. you know, in one of his cars to go out there and, you know, draw a crowd. Because you know if Junior is there, it's going to draw mm-hmm. a crowd. Yeah, I mean, I saw him. I think Nassie was up there with him, both of them advocating for yeah and i mean you know, the reason those people are so mad anyway is the town council's leaning way towards doing it anyway so they're fighting a losing battle mm-hmm. you know it, it doesn't matter the only thing it, the town council is going to see they're seeing the revenue that it's going to bring yeah, in they wanted to demolish the racetrack to build parking for their soccer stadium right piss on that soccer stadium what a, what a mistake they're not they're they'll never get it done nashville's gonna remain there it's gonna remain a, a operating racing facility 
for the next 20, 30 years because of the simple fact of the revenue that NASCAR is going to bring in. Mm-hmm. You know, the town council sees that. That's all they give a damn about. Well, the, that the, money, the money they dollar. made when the, they held their awards banquet in Nashville yeah. probably convinced them that everything woke they needed them up. to know. That woke them up right there. Money talks. And bullshit, bullshit walks. walks. You're right. Let's talk about some more bullshit. Let's switch some gears back locally real quick uh, to the Napa Speed Drum. It was a let's not, let's nice not night of racing out there at the Drum. Um, JD3 Junk's another one. Uh, rough night for the JD3 car. Hey, uh, bud, we're checkers or wreckers. Either we win or we wreck them. I, I mean, you know, stuff happens on the racetrack. Shit happens. Um, I mean, it is what it is. Uh, we were the fastest car there uh, by about almost a tenth and a half. Um didn't get a really good qualifying effort. They only gave us one lap. Not enough time to to get the you know the tires warm or get the RPMs up in the motor. But it is what it is. We qualified P8 and uh, just uh, going into one got dumped and limped the car around and was waiting for the pack to pass me so I could get in the infield because we had a lift rear tire down and. Uh, <laughs> ended up getting collected in a in the big one and getting bounced around by a ping ball, like a ping pong ball, you know. Everybody just dog pile. <laughs> yep. How you feeling this morning? I feel great. All right. When you tear up as much as me, you get used to it. <laughs> well, you said it. Yeah. Yeah, it was a tough night for the JD3 but crowd. Some, uh, some fireworks we want to end were... it there or we want to talk about Eddie cheating again? Uh, oh, oh wow. yeah. yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> I forgot Eddie. Eddie won again, so he's cheating again. No, that was a great finish. There was a different driver that I think should have won Rough Driver of the Race. Who? Uh, the 12 car. Riddle? Uh, he tried to he tried to wreck Eddie a couple times. but I think they were just racing. Yeah, Rubin's racing, son. Get your I'm, panties out of a wad. My panties ain't in a wad. It was, uh, it was a great finish to that race. No, it, it was a great um, race all the way around. I mean... Eddie, uh, Eddie, Charlie, and Riddle, uh, they battled it out. They were three wide for about five mm-hmm. laps. I mean, like, it was what? good racing. <laughs> uh, was, Matt Smith led a majority of the race. He led about uh, 47 of the... He, he 49 had, and three quarters of a lap. Yeah. Well, I don't think he led the first two or three laps. Yeah, Vanderhoof got out there for yeah. the first couple laps, but... But once, it, once Matt got around him, he was gone. Um, yeah, Matt set sail. And then you just you get stuck in lap traffic, and you you ride behind them. You're going to get yourself in a bad spot. Hey, lap traffic can help you, or it can hurt oh, you. Yeah. And last night it, it it hurt Matt, but you know, live by the sword, die by the sword, kind of thing. Yeah. So Eddie die by the sword. Well, just seems like a painful way to go. As uh, Scotty Keen said, it was uh, you know Eddie used all 50 laps to win that one. He um, did. And uh, of course, they were all crying at the at the end of the night again. Yep. Which uh, you know, back when Dad won and was wearing him out, you know, same thing. Mm-hmm. He was cheating. He was a piece of shit. He was a horrible person. Uh, same with Wayne Arnold, Kenny St. John, all of them. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter who's winning and what division. Um, he's the bad guy. Like yep. people don't like Bubba Pollard and Stephen Nassie. Well, all they do is win. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> damned if you do, damned if you don't. I mean, that's just. Yeah, nobody dislikes me because of those reasons, though. Well, you know, it'll come with time, though. <laughs> Hopefully. But there was some uh, there was some fireworks down at uh, Tri County for that late mall stock race. Ah, uh, this. <laughs> yeah, that, that was that fight wild. spilled over from the front stretch to the pits to the toolbox. Yeah. <laughs> Grab the breaker bar. That video so you know it's bad when you got your wife over there trying to beat somebody with a torque wrench. That was well, not trying. Yeah. She was. I feel like I pull the video back up. I uh, well, they can't see the video, Kurt. No. I'm yeah, here. I'll point my microphone <laughs> at, the, at the screen. We, can you hear the lady get cracked? <laughs> I think it's too far away to hear it. But. <laughs> my God. In the one video where the she lady's on the front stretch, you can hear the lady. Don't I beat your ass. Well, I think that she did. If it's I, the one that she grabbed she a hold of old boy and just started wearing him out, and I'm like, Lord, have mercy. Which, I mean, they've always, every year at Tri-County, <laughs> they have some kind of big fight in the late model stock. So I don't know what it is, but there's always a lot of tension down there. But uh, Everybody wants to win, they think it. Who'd you say won that race? Chandler Smith. Yeah, he kind of got the, the thunder. I think taken. it was his first time in the. He he got his thunder, you know, kind of taken away by the 
the fireworks, but that's all right. I'm currently watching the video. Yeah. Here here comes a breaker bar. Pow! <laughs> yeah, that's uh it's always unfortunate, you know. I mean, I get it when when tensions boil over to a certain point and you you know, it's inevitable that there's going to be a fight, but when you start getting, you know, pieces of steel out and start wailing people in the head, you know, I'm that's saying, a little all, bit too I'm far. I'm all for a fight, but when you right. start when you start using giant yeah. things as weapons then yeah because it, it, it's just going to result in somebody going to the hospital and there's no need for that you know it's uh I at the end of the day we, weapon. i'd rather you just fight than try to wreck each other and yeah like, waste a bunch of money and then you're trying to hit somebody in the face with a look at it this way at, at every hockey game <laughs> there's a fight you know so what should happen is the two drivers get out fight if they have a displeasure and you well, know. It, it, yeah, well it'd probably be a little uh a little bit different if they you know, grabbed a stick and started beating you with it on the ice. The video, yeah, that <laughs> wouldn't be cool either. <laughs> Wait, that chick is just wailing on her. Wham, wham, yeah. wham. Yeah, like I mean, my God, like I guarantee you he's I've got. I've been a mad an awful lot at the racetrack, but I don't think I've ever. I don't think I've ever seen red to that point. <laughs> yeah, so I've, at I, any situation, I agree. Maybe the drivers should be able to duke it out. Just make they sure should. You, they you need can, to make uh, it a first stretch thing. Make yeah, sure you can they, get your helmet off before you start punching people. Yeah, just. Take your helmets off, right. sit them on the car, meet me at the finish line. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, if you're going to leave your helmets on, though, you just, you should just punch the cars. Don't, yeah. Don't try to hit the people. Just, so you can yeah. cause the most damage to the car first. Yeah. <laughs> I really don't don't like you guys. Uh, uh, no, I agree. Maybe maybe fighters or drivers should be able to do it Maybe the fighters out. should just be able to drive. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah the UFC <laughs> fighters. Yeah. Get Patrick McDavid out there. Who the fuck is that? <laughs> what, did, what did you do? What did he say? Like, he's bringing all kinds of shit in, so I merged two hockey players together and Patrick threw him in McDavid. there. Patrick, Patrick McDavid. McDavid. Uh, at the time of recording this podcast, um, Mount Lawn Speedway has some action tonight. Um, we will share stuff, of course, on our Facebook page. If you don't follow us, please do. Um, about some results coming from there, of course, so stay tuned for that. Yeah, we got some local local racetracks uh, results here. So we yes. got, got quite a few little little things uh, and some uh, some stuff to talk about from Nashville last weekend. Um, so, AJ, you want to start us off? Where are we starting? All right, never mind. Uh, at Salem Speedway, uh, Chucky Barnes Jr. got her done in the street stocks. And then uh, down That's at, no surprise. Yeah. I mean... It's pretty inevitable whenever Chuck brings a street stock. It's, it's easy. It, the only way to beat him is to wreck him. <laughs> um, up at Anderson Speedway and the Outlaws, uh, first time they've been there in a couple years, Outlaw Super Late Models, Tyler Rorig got her done. And uh, his dad about flipped. Yeah. His, speaking yeah. of Anderson, prayers to um family member. Um, you, I'm sure you everybody's probably saw the video by now of the car on fire. Yeah, the the front wheel drive. That yeah. was a so pretty pr- scary situation. Prayers to him, prayers to his family. Um, just but, wanted to throw that out there before we get into Brownstown. Where you want to start? Supers? Yeah. Who took that one? Uh, Devin Gilpin got the super late model W. Nice. Um, and the pros, Raymond Humphrey. And uh, looks like the guy to beat in the modifies is jacoby hines and uh shout out to another fop of the podcast alan edsel apparently he ran really FOP well around of the podcast yeah fop of the podcast friend of podcast. podcast of the podcast yep <laughs> <laughs> fop now uh alan uh he ran supers and the pros last night yep. and uh he finished fifth in the in the supers with his pro so i mean that's uh that's pretty tough to do mm-hmm. not a bad run so just wanted to shout him out where did he finish the pros I didn't hear, and I couldn't find it online. So, <laughs> it's always so hard to find the results from Brownstown <laughs> on the internet. Like they only post the winners, and the only reason that I know he finished fifth is because I talked to him uh, last night before he got in the pro. So, nice. And then last week, Nashville Fairgrounds, uh, these supers ran. What event was that? The um, uh, the North South shootout. Shoot yep. So it was a CRA Super Late Models Cars Tour and Southern Super Series. Um, and Carson Quapple got that. He led Green the Checkers. It's so, man to beat. I like him winning. They do, him and his dad and his brother do it. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. But 
you know. His dad's a NASCAR guy. And yeah, it's uh, it's really cool <coughs> to see stuff like that happen. You know, they've they've got a little bit of money, you know, and uh, I like that they keep it small though. They don't. Yeah, they don't have to cram it down your throat. The shit out of everybody. They, you know. And like, he's won a few races already this year. Like the winner of the the pro late model race down there, uh, Cody. Coughlin. I wasn't, I wasn't even going to bring that up. Well, you started talking about rich people and oh. cramming money down people's throats. So oh. <laughs> we'll talk about Cody. Um, but anyway, uh, and back to Speedrome, uh, EVM. We already yep. kind of hit on that, but he got the figure eight feature win down there. Yep, and just a note for the Speedrome, the figure eight cars are actually off next week. Um, it's the uh, Street Stocks Toby Eads Memorial Race. Which um, is a big one. It's a big one for the Street Stockers. Uh, they will be back May 29th, that Saturday, for the 90-minute Enduro Race for them. Um, Which other is going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one. Ooh, you who's know, the they, favorite for that? Man, I'll take that house car, man. Yeah. I'll take that oh, house God. car. As long as he sends his check. <laughs> yeah. I think I think the check came through halfway through the race last night. That's yeah, why Kevin called, you know, had... Hey, it's so check, check the mail real quick. It's so stupid. I mean, Jesus, they did a. It, people are really saying he cheated last night. They're stupid. Yeah, they're stupid. I mean, they literally had a impound for the tires this time around, just so people would shut the fuck up, and they still haven't shut the fuck up. I mean, you're gonna find something to bitch about. Of course, and honestly, Eddie did nothing wrong. He took advantage of what was given to him. No, I mean, took advantage, he, uh, won the race. He did what he had to do to win, and I mean, he never even laid the bumper to anybody that I saw. Yeah, maybe riddle here and there, but they were all doing well, it to each I mean, other. They're racing. Kinda, that, that, that's racing. different. He didn't just go in there and knock him out of the no, way. No, 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 you no. know, if you go in there and tap someone like, hey, hey, I'm here, I'm faster, you mm-hmm. know, give me a lane, that's a little bit different than going in there and just Clean driving in firewall deep and knocking the fuel cell out of somebody, you know what I mean? Right. Um, but yeah, we got some pretty cool pretty cool races coming up here soon so yeah and if you get the urge to drive a legend car again you would be back in action on friday may 28th um but maybe it's time to take a, take a few weeks off i'm going to the lake i'm, <laughs> I'm getting out on the boat i need a drink that's what i need i mean did you get your bottle of water somewhere uh yeah i did i left it in my car so well cheers and have the rest of mine okay i appreciate that i'll go fill I'll dump up half of mine into that real quick well so we're gonna take a quick break i'm gonna go fill up a water bottle when we come back we got playoff hockey to talk we about. We got gentlemen. some talkie hawk. Some talkie hawk. Do that hockey. Playoff hockey. We're going to read the teams that are still in. We're Actually, a uh, game has already happened in the playoffs, um, which was the Bruins and the Capitals. We'll let's recap talk that. about how Carolina is going to win it all. And we will tell you who we think is going to win it all. We will be right back. Thank you so much for tuning in to Bullets, Boards, and Burnouts. Hey guys, Jack from Bullets, Boards, and Burnouts here. If you guys need a used car, hit up Jack's Used Cars. Hit me up on Facebook, Jack Dossie the uh, Third. I'm always in Facebook Marketplace. Got the cleanest used cars on the market, so hit me up. We got cheap, reliable cars for cash. Today's episode of Bullets, Boards, and Burnouts brought to you in part by Fifth Avenue Grill and Bar, located at 423 Main Street in Beach Grove, Indiana. Go to their Facebook page. Give them a follow. You can see all the specials they have throughout the week. Everybody on this show are big fans. We go there at least once a week. Uh, you can call them if you want a place to go order at 317-757-3320. Located at 423 Main Street in Beach Grove, Indiana, that is Fifth Avenue Grill and bar as they say in hockey let's do that hockey welcome back to boots boards and burnouts it's time to do that hockey gentlemen let's do that hockey before we get into the nhl playoffs let's go ahead and talk about our local team here the indy fuel they're playing a lot longer than the NHL is. Um, yeah, their playoff season doesn't start until June. Yep. They are currently in a playoff position. They are in a playoff position. They're fourth in the league overall, but they really got to turn it around. Yeah. If they want to go anywhere They've been in the playoffs. Struggling a bit recently. Injuries. A lot of injuries with that team. A lot of injuries. We got a battered roster. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's getting pretty tough. It's starting to piss a lot of fans off, but. You know, there's teams that join the league midway through the season. Because of the COVID stuff. Right. So they're all fresh. They've got, you know, healthy players, healthy rosters. It's it's really uh, it's really kind of bullshit. You know, if you didn't start the season in December, you shouldn't be out there playing. Or eligible um, for a playoff position. Right. 
So, I mean, it's uh, it's just a weird season. Everything's weird uh, because of COVID. Um, you know, when we get back started in October, I think that everything will be back to normal. But um, they just – they're continuously struggling. They're on a losing streak still. Um, it's just uh, – you know, we get, we got to get some healthy players. We got to get a good defensive line. Um, Dan Bakla and uh, we got Sean Romeo out there in goal, and they're both doing as as good as they can do. And need a little help from the defense. Yeah, I mean they're they're stopping thirty and thirty five shots a night, and we're still not getting any wins. Uh, you know, we got good offense, got good, really good uh, centermen's. Um, just our our defensive line has really fell apart and not sure if something's changed in the in the locker room or the coaching staff but uh definitely not what we need to to win a kelly cup so hopefully they get that stuff figured out they play the fort wayne comments today at five o'clock up in fort wayne so hopefully we can whoop their ass because fuck fort wayne fuck fort wayne fuck fuck fort wayne yeah. bunch of trailer park <clears throat> idiots trash <laughs> trash trash i hate fort wayne yeah. you're trash kid you're trash guy <laughs> so we will, of course, keep you updated with the fuel as we continue each week. Uh, but it's the big one. Chase for the Stanley Cup begins. Um, the uh, teams have been announced. Hey, for it's, the play- it's playoff hockey. It's-, it's time to quit shaving. Throw that razor away. Yes, sir. So uh, you just want to break it down division by division, and then we will uh, go ahead and break it down what we think is going to happen. Um, so I'm just going to read up the matchups real quick. In the East Division, the first round, you have the Pittsburgh Penguins versus the New York Islanders. Um, at the time of recording, at the time of the recording, they are in game one right now. The yeah. end of the third period just happened. They are tied 3-3. Three to three. They're going to overtime hockey. And I will say, I've watched playoff hockey before. I know we discussed last season. You know, I'm just... It's tr- intense. Trying to get into hockey, right? But I've always watched playoff hockey because it is intense. Overtime playoff hockey... Even more. So as I speak, uh, well, it's it's, every it's, game it's they've pretty cool. So far, has been overtime yeah. hockey. So yeah. as I speak right now, uh, the Islanders and the Penguins are tied three to three going into overtime. Yeah, uh, it looks like they've got uh, about six minutes before they get started in the first uh, overtime. Now, how does that work? Is there two overtime periods? There's as, as many as it takes. There's no you shootout. Get a no full shootout no playoff. no shootout hockey and playoff hockey. So you get twenty minutes if. It still remains tied after 20 minutes. You get another 18, 20, uh, yeah, 18 minute intermission, then 20 another minutes 20 in. minutes. Uh, I think uh, Toronto played. Uh, I think it was 140 minutes of hockey last year, um, in, in in the playoffs. Insane. So I mean, and they actually canceled the game the next day because you know the ice was wore out and both teams were just Dead. obliterated. You know, because uh, one game is sixty minutes, so you think if you if you play six periods of hockey, that's two hockey games in the same day. Mm-hmm. So, so I do want to add that there these are all seven game series. Um, I, I just say that because in the past, in some I don't know if NHL did it. Maybe it's always been seven games. It's always been seven games because in baseball, um, they did five game series a while back. All sorts of stuff. The NBA did it as well. But I actually enjoy a seven game series more than just five best of seven and i I can already tell you um just the way that the first two games have went um the two first first games uh so like new york and uh pittsburgh they they, obviously we don't know the outcome yet Mm -hmm. we will tomorrow morning but um i think that they're gonna go to game seven i think washington washington and the next uh, matchup i was gonna talk about in the east which washington and boston they're they're gonna go to game seven as well caps won three to two in overtime in the first game of that series um and then you move on to the central division the carolina hurricanes taking on the nashville predators their series kicks off monday may 17th at eight o'clock um so at the end of the i'm reading off the espn article at the moment they have 16 riders that picked who they yeah. think is going to win. It's consensus 16 out of 16 for the Canes in that matchup on ESPN. Um, the other two, they have the Penguins and the other um, the Bruins to win. Bruins aren't going to win. Um, they just haven't been very strong all year. I mean, they're obviously a really good competitive hockey team. They, they're, they you know, gritty. They're, they get down and dirty. But the fundamentals of hockey, that's, that's what you got to do. But as far as being outstanding like they have in the past couple years, it's just not there. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, tonight, the night game, 
uh, maybe another one, but I'm not sure. Sunday, May 16th, tonight, as this time of recording, 7.30, the Florida Panthers and Tampa Bay Lightning, the other matchup in the Central. Uh, the consensus pick for ESPN is the Tampa Bay Lightning to win that one, the defending champs. Yeah. Um, I think that's a pretty safe bet, but we'll see here when we do our brackets in a minute. Uh, in the North Division now, the North Division was all the Canadian teams. Yep. Um, you have the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Montreal Canadiens. They play Thursday, May 20th at 7. Which is like, for it's like ages away. Like, why yeah. are they waiting so I think it's long? Isn't the Canadian, the North Division kind of in their season later than everybody else due to COVID delays? Well, Edmonton and Winnipeg are still playing regular season games. So like, makes no sense to me but what whatever i mean why not just throw those games out because mm-hmm. you're, you're going to playoffs anyway well, speaking of edmonton the uh other matchup in the north is the edmonton oilers and the winnipeg jets they kick off their series wednesday may 19th uh, consensus for that is the oilers uh the west division the colorado avalanche and the st louis blues they kick theirs off tomorrow night at 10 o'clock which will be monday may 17th um the avalanche are consensus pick on espn i'm that's fair. That's pretty fair. Yeah, I mean, I think they have the best record in, in the ho- in hockey this year. Um, in that hockey, in the hockey, in that hockey. You know, St. Louis has been good all year, but uh, not as dominant as last year and the year before. It's like they've been just kind of trickling down, you know, down the drain here. So, I don't know. I'd be interested to see how this goes. And then you have the final matchup will be the Vegas Golden Knights and the Minnesota Wild, which they kick off their series <laughs> at this time of recording. That's an absolute shame. About three o'clock. Uh, so we are. It is I three o'clock. I feel bad for Minnesota. I think they're going to go ahead and play. It's probably. Sh- it's a shame that Minnesota is going to have to get their ass beat like right. that. Right. They may not start that series until after the Penguins game ends. You know, and the the thing of it is, uh, a fun fact about Minnesota is they're uh, the home of the world's smallest cokes. Minnesota. Anyway, uh, let's go ahead and break these down real quick as we spoke on. I just went through the list there. Penguins, Islanders, as we said, they're in overtime at this, or about to start overtime. Uh, Who are you guys looking at in that division? So, uh, matchup. It's New York. You like New York? Yeah, Islanders. They're they're gonna they're gonna advance to the next round. Um, The Penguins, but the Islanders are actually my dark horse. Uh, I think they're a good team. I do. Um, they played well all year, and they're always I'd good. I'd like to see but, a seven-game series with the Capitals. They're not talked about. You know, what I mean, like they've been good all year, but literally nobody has talked about them all season long. I've not heard anything but crickets about them, and they're in the playoffs. I mean, quite frankly, it's kind of bullshit because there's a, there's a couple of teams that aren't in the playoffs that. That's all they fucking right. talked about. And according to ESPN, out of all the consensus picks out of the 16 riders, this was the one they were most undecided on. Really? Yeah, 10 out of 16 selected the Penguins. All the other ones were uh, 12 or higher for uh, the uh, favorite. So, we'll see. I like the Islanders. That's my team I use on NHL. Well, I don't like Pittsburgh. I don't, like I don't Pittsburgh. either, but... Um, I don't but the thing of it is, that's not why I chose New York. I mean, look at... Just look at the stats. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've played a really good season. They've got, you know, really solid defense. They got good goaltending, um, you know, but they're just going to have to keep up the offensive pressure to get through Pittsburgh. The Capitals Bruins matchup, as we said, the Capitals already took game one of that series, three to two in overtime. They play again Monday, May 17th. I. I think the Capitals are going to take this one. Yeah, Caps have got this one. Um, I think that I think Boston's going to put up a fight, but it's going to come down to, in my opinion, it's going to be Washington and New York for uh, the division. Quick stat for this: the last time these two teams met in the postseason, there were seven one-goal games, and they split the season series four to four this year. So it's pretty evenly matched. Want to hear a fun yeah. stat about the Capitals and the Penguins? Yeah, sure. And the Penguins or the Bruins? Alex Ovechkin and Sidney Crosby okay. both have 69 nice. postseason goals. I really nice. uh, really nice. hope that neither of them score anymore. I mean, I, if I was them, I wouldn't. I'd retire if I was Ovechkin. <laughs> <clears throat> Maybe, hey, yo, boys, I'm not playing any playoff hockey. Well, I hate to break it to you, but Sidney Crosby scored a goal today. Okay. I think that was his 69th. Was his 69th? Yeah. Okay, okay. Good for Sidney Crosby. My boy Matty Barzell does not have a goal for the Islanders, but overtime, 
the first round of overtime just, just started. started. Yep. Two seconds so in. What may happen here is once we get to the end of this, we'll have a result for that one. We'll be able to tell you guys here on the podcast. We're not live, obviously, but for our own. Coming at you live. Coming at you live. Where are we at? Town Square. Yeah, nice. The uh, This one, I think we're going to be all on the same page here with this one. The Central Division, the number one seed, Carolina Hurricanes taking on the Nashville Predators. Nashville won't win a game. Sweep? Nah, sweep. I don't, I don't know about a sweep, but they. Sweep. I, I'll say four to one just because I want to be Sweep. Different. It's going to be close. It's going to come down to Carolina and Tampa Bay. We'll get there. The oh, I agree to that. Yeah, but. we'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, and I think that is the next one. Yep. Uh, Florida, Tampa, you're taking Tampa Bay. Yeah. Uh, Florida, I mean, they're not a bad team, you know, but, I mean, I don't really know how they got in a playoff spot, to be honest with you. So I think I think Tampa's just going to annihilate them. I, I, mean, I don't think that Florida's going to win a game either. Oof. I think both uh, both rounds here, it's going to be sweeps. In the central? I think, it, I think it'll be 4-1, both of them. <laughs> Got to give him one. I respect it. I respect. I don't it. know. I could be wrong, but I just, just what I see happening is stellar as the goaltending is in uh, Tampa Bay, and how hard their de- or their uh, their offensive line just crashes the fucking net. Uh, they're they're gonna kill them. The first playoff meeting between these next two franchises since 1979. It's gonna be a physical one. The Toronto Maple Leafs and the Montreal Canadiens. Habs. Who are you thinking here? What are you looking at? Toronto, and it's going to go to Game 7. Bold. I'll, I'll take that. I hear you. This was actually the only consensus. Toronto falls apart in the playoffs, so you never know. But they yes. usually they usually don't get knocked out in the first round. Now, they could, but, I mean, I don't know. I think it's going to be a tough one. I According think it, to what I'm reading here is the Canadians have to make this a brutal game. Every game has to be brutal. They have to beat beat up Toronto because Toronto's offense is really good. It is. Um, but you're right. Toronto has fell apart in the playoffs. You know they got Austin Matthews. It, just they, they could they go they could go setting up making plays. The... Austin Matthews has been playing really good hockey recently. Yeah, all season long he's been one to talk about. Um, but this was actually the only consensus pick that all 16 writers on ESPN said Toronto wins this series. I think they win the series. But you're saying game seven. It'll be game seven. It'll be a good fun series to watch. If you, if you, I think it's going to be entertaining, and I know that every night that they're playing, I'm going to have it on the TV. Well, I'm ready to when we get back to throw on some playoff hockey. Yeah, there's some on right now. Um, the Wild. Well, we'll get to that in a second. Yeah. I don't know if we really want to watch that one, but at 7:30, there should be a good game. Um, another player that has been on fire this year. Uh, I mean, he's next level. Connor McDavid putting up Wayne Gretzky stats. I mean, yeah, and nobody's talking about it because of the bullshit that happened between uh, TJ Oshie and, or no, not TJ Tom Oshie, Wilson, Tom Wilson, and um, Panarin or whatever. Yeah, Panarin from New York Rangers. Yeah, that story was the big one, but Connor McDavid's been. Say, so, yeah, I seen a, a one of the wild stats like Wayne Gretzky. If Connor McDavid didn't score a goal, he'd still have the most points in the NHL. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, that's pretty impressive. You know that that's pretty awesome uh, for Connor uh, to just have his name next to right. uh, the the great one there. I know it uh, upset it upset our um, our manager. Um, I call her, her our manager because she is because every Facebook post is hers. You, me and AJ talked about it before. We'll yeah. post something on our bullets, boards, and burnouts page. She corrects it to make it better. She corrects it and makes it so much better. So shout out to Kelsey. <laughs> uh, but she gets so butthurt when Connor McDavid conversation talks about him being the best because, well, Patrick Kane this. Because well, she got some, mad. Something Patrick- that I can say about Patrick Kane this year is there's uh, a lot of rumors going around that he played the whole season with an underlying issue. I read issue. that. I re- he said that in his uh, postseason yeah, interview or whatever. A, a, a medical condition. Uh, not like Taser, but I think he had an injury that was, uh, you know, kind of affecting the way they played if you look at how hard it, it was for him to skate like on a on a rush or something you know he was just really slow this year yeah um yeah. i don't think he had any breakaways or anything mm-hmm. which is just unlike him so no, we're not going to talk all the black about the blackhawks but i think they're no but the future is bright for them you get healthy i think next um, year they're going to have a really good season you got young guns that are ready to roll so we'll see how they go but back to edmonton Connor McDavid. They're going to thrash. He scored 100 points in 56 games. They're going to thrash yeah, it wasn't even a full Winnipeg. Season. It wasn't even a full season. They're going to destroy Just imagine Winnipeg. if he played a full 80-some yeah. games. Winnipeg will not win a game. Uh, I am very confident. Who's Edmonton's goalie? Holbrook? Yeah. 
It's good, good goalie. And they got a great goalie too. I mean, that. Say they got like the two best point scorers, and then Drysaddle and uh, McDavid. I mean, don't get much better than that. So their defense could improve a little bit, but if you're putting up the numbers like they are, I guess your defense can let a couple go in here and there. You know what really does piss me off about playoff hockey is like team four has to play team one. Yeah, I just feel like that's not fair. It should be one and two versus three and four. I disagree. Why? I disagree because like, in a playoff, sometimes you get the better, better teams. Upsets. In a playoff bracket, you, one you can get an upset, and then two, if you want the best teams to play each other, they play each other in the next round. They do, but I'm just, I'm just saying, like, I don't know. I, I guess if you don't want to be four, if you don't want to play number one team, just be better. I guess. <laughs> yeah, if you want to be the number one team, I mean, or if you know. But you see what I'm saying. Though. I see what you're saying. But I think in most cases, the way it's set up is the two best teams are supposed to play each other eventually. But this is what I love about any sport. Upsets yeah, I used happen. I to think that about the NCAA tournament. Yeah. yeah. Put the number 16s against the But Warriors. there's something about an upset that just, it's awesome. Oh, I like You pull for upset. the underdog. I love getting upset. Um, <laughs> let's go to the West Division. Uh, you have the Avalanche, the Wait, Blues. we're actually going to go there. I'm down to go to Colorado. Let's go. Um, their series kicks off Monday, hey, May seventeenth. Fire up the jet. <laughs> we have a jet. Oh yeah, uh, you didn't know? No, we got it over the weekend. A BBB jet. Yeah, we yeah. named it Benny. Benny and the Jets. <laughs> um, <laughs> Benny. So Billy. the Avs. Billy and the Jets. I think the Avs have been a favorite almost all year. Um, people yeah, they, have talked about them. Um, I think it'll go to Game Seven. St. Louis. I mean. I know as Blackhawks, you know, not big St. Louis fans around here. Good, good guy in goal. He's he's a, he's a good goalie. Bennington is a brick freaking wall. If he can, that's s- the only thing that's going to save yeah. him from Colorado. If he can stay hot, um, and you know, do his job to the best of his ability, there's hope for Game Seven for them. Uh, this was the second highest, tied for the second highest consensus look, pick. Look at this: when they won the cup a couple years ago. They were the underdogs. Nobody thought that they were gonna they were gonna come through and actually win the cup. Mm-hmm. They had you a never shit know. They season. Might just surprise the shit out of so everybody. Yeah. they might just blow Colorado out of the water. That's an upset. You one. know, all it takes is uh, a really good goaltender to be locked in, mm-hmm. and once the offen- the opposing offensive line figures out that they like you know they get it in their head after three periods that they're not they can't get past him. You know, that just really mind fucks you. And there's a great guy in goal for the Blues that can do that. Yep. So if there's uh, if there's someone in the NHL right now that can do it, it's uh, either him or Mark Andre Fleury. And speaking, I'm still taking the Avs. Sp- I think I'm gonna take the Avs too. But I got the Avs. Speaking of Mark Andre Fleury, the Vegas Golden Knights in the Minnesota Wild um, sweep here. It's gonna be a sweep. Old Knights are pretty good. <laughs> four games. You going to give mean, them one? I, no, I think this is one that they'll This is going to be your sweep? Games, yeah. <laughs> you feel yeah. bad for the Wild here. I don't. Um, but they do. The, that, I think the only person on the Minnesota Wild that's going to score against Flurry is that uh, Carell guy. Steve Carell. Yeah, Steve from the Carell. office. <laughs> that's super real. I want to just, this is backtracking so bad, and he I hate doing this. did play hockey on the office. <laughs> they did. This is backtracking, I hate doing this, but you were totally right about there's still regular season games being played. Yeah. Calgary and Vancouver <laughs> playing on ESPN Plus well, I later. play. Night. Yeah. Like Finish up. Playoff, playoffs you know you're not making the playoffs. And you're done. Yeah. Just go so. on home and it's stupid. play hockey <laughs> on the PlayStation. It is so stupid. I'm down to do that here in a minute. Um, choose somebody that's in the playoffs to see if but, you win. You know, you know, that's our rules if we play NHL tonight. You can only choose playoff teams. All right. That's fine. Um, uh, Minnesota kind of reminds me of uh, Florida. Like, I, I don't understand how they got where they're at. Mm-hmm. And I think that first round, they're out. You yeah. know, they're getting swept just like uh, the Panthers. All right. So, we're going to do this together. And then um, on our Facebook page, we're going to share a bracket. Uh, and we're asking you guys to give us who you think is going to win each matchup and end up being your Stanley Cup champion. I'm going to go through each matchup. All three of us, we can make a case if we have to, or we can just say, here's who's winning it. I know we kind of just did, but once we get to the next rounds, we got to choose who's going to win that one. Um, so let's start with the North matchup Toronto, Montreal. Who do you guys got? I got the Leafs. I'm taking the Toronto. Leafs. Taking the Leafs. So they will advance to the second round. They will play the winner of the Edmonton Oilers and the Winnipeg Jets. It will be Edmonton. Edmonton. I got the Oilies. The Oilies. <laughs> Oilies. So, and then continuing on, we just hit on this uh, division, uh, the Avs, the Blues, 
We said we're taking the Avs, but upset could be brewing here. Um, Blues, if they get hot, and could be upset, could be brewing here. Who do you <laughs> Who do you got? I'm still taking the Avs. Yeah, I think I'm gonna roll with the Avs. Colorado. It's gonna, it's gonna be a good series. I won't be hugely surprised if they do upset them, but mm-hmm. I'm still taking them. And then uh, we just we just finished talking about this one: the Golden Knights and the Minnesota yeah, that's Wild. A You're saying sweep? They might. You know what? They might even make it a three game series. NHL is gonna feel so bad. <laughs> yeah. Like, look, you've lost the first three games, twenty one to zero. So that sets up. So it's gonna be. Uh, we're all on the same page with this one. I'm just going to go ahead and draw my bracket here. Um, let's go over to the other side before we get into round two. Uh, the Penguins Islanders. Um, the update I have for everybody is... They're still tied. Still tied in overtime with 12 minutes to go. So, um, taking an upset here. Four seed beating Pittsburgh. I am. I'm taking the Islanders. Yeah, it's going to be the Islanders. I'm going to be different. I'll You're take, gonna the take Pittsburgh. All right. Of course you are. Then we have the Capitals Bruins. Bruins already down 1-0 in that series. The Caps... It's going to be a seven-game series, but the Caps are going to come out on top. Yeah, that, that's who I'm. Caps. Yeah. All right, so we've only differed on one. He took Pittsburgh. Uh, the Hurricanes, Predators, I think we're all saying Canes on this one. Carolina. They're going. Go Canes. And then Florida Panthers, who are the two-seed. I know you don't know how they got there, but they are the two-seed. I know. They are taking on the defending champions. They're going to get annihilated. By Tampa Bay. <laughs> So, that sets up our second round in the North Division, the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Edmonton Oilers. We all were agreed on that, but who Edmonton. do you have? I'm taking the Oilies again. Edmonton. I think that's you know. when the Leafs are going to fall apart again. Yep. That offense is just going to... Round two. Ding, ding. You're done. Out. Five, six games. Sit seven. down. Sit. Seven game series. Sweep. What are you thinking? I think it goes six. I, I, six or seven, maybe. I think, think Toronto is going to put up a good fight, but... I, I gotta agree. It's gonna be uh, six or seven games. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I can't not go against Connor McDavid right now. There will not be a sweep in that in that series. Colorado, Vegas. This could be a good matchup. Oh, it'll be the. Se- I think it'll be the better, be- one of the best series of the. I think it's gonna be seven games, playoffs. and they might even have to add another seven games. <laughs> I mean, so it's gonna it'll probably be like game seven. Overtime number seven. I know who I, I I guarantee you every game in the series goes to overtime. Okay. Who do you have, AJ? I'm still I'm taking the knife. I've I've got something wrote down, but I don't know. I don't know. I'll go before you. You know, we were talking want. we were talking about Marc Andre Fleury. Dude's tough to beat. So I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with my gut here, Vegas. I'm going Colorado. I'm going Colorado. See that's why I wrote down but I respect it. You know, it's tough. It's really tough. It's tough, man. It's really tough. So this would be, so for me and Jack, we would have the Islanders taking on the Capitals. Who do you got? Washington. I'm taking the Islanders as a dark horse. I, I'm doing this. I have them making a run. I said they were my dark horse okay. earlier. Could be. You, you've okay. said that all season, really. I have. You've said it all season. I've been um, an Islanders guy. It's all right. You just be prepared to lose. It's fine. I'm taking, the Capitals are moving on for me. So that sets up our semi-final matchups, which will be, for me, the Colorado Avalanche taking on the Edmonton Oilers. You both will have the Vegas Golden Knights taking on the Edmonton Oilers. I'll let you guys go first. Who do you got going to the Stanley Cup Finals? I'm going to take the Knights. Yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be Vegas, but it's going to be a dogfight. It's going to be an absolute knockdown drag out. I mean... Even well, I know I don't have the same series as you guys. Here's I what it's going to be. Watching that. Here's what it's going to be. It's going to be Connor McDavid versus Mark Andre Fleury. Oh, for sure. You know, it's going to be tough. It's going to be that really is how tough. You're going to see how good Connor McDavid is. Yeah, and I'm not. I know I don't have the same matchup as you. Won't be mad watching that series. I can't wait. Um, like I, I love. I fucking love. Love, playoff I love hockey. it. I love, love it. Love it. Uh, on my end, Colorado and Edmonton. I'm taking Edmonton. I mean, so. Okay. And okay. You, you both took Vegas? Yeah, Vegas bombs. I'd go for one. Um, so. Too much Vegas. Not I got Edmonton in the Stanley Cup Vegas. finals, and I think we are on the same page, me and Jack. No. So I would have the Islanders taking on the Canes. Canes. 
Uh, you have the Capitals. Caps taking on the Canes. And you have uh, same, same thing. Yeah. Well, go ahead, guys. Who you guys got in this one? Canes. Uh, yeah. They're going to use up all seven games, too. Both, That's going to be a rough matchup. Both semifinals are going to be knockdown dragouts. It's going to be wild. Like I just said, another one, I know I don't have the same as you guys. Won't be mad watching that series. It's going to be good. It's going to be gritty. Um, it's going to be awesome. On mine, with the Canes taking on the Islanders, this is where the, the magic runs out for the Islanders. The Canes handle them six games, maybe. Canes advance. If it goes Islanders finals. to Canes, Canes are going to sweep them. Sweep. Uh, see, but the, uh, this is my thing with the dark horse. I here think they, they get a good run here, and they nope. they, they do some damage. Nope. So, nope. We'll see. Nope. If if you're an Islanders fan, <laughs> daddy about it, but that's fine. If you're Islanders fan and you unseat Pittsburgh and Washington, you take Carolina to five, six games. You had a good run. You won. Um. So the Stanley Cup Finals for both of you. Update on Pittsburgh while we got, you're talking about it. Seven minutes, 40 seconds left of overtime, still tied. Okay. Um, maybe. Shots on goal are tied as well, 38 wow. apiece. <laughs> We're missing a good game. <laughs> it is a really good game. Um, well, maybe. See, this is what I'm talking about. All these all these games are going to be tough as shit, and tight. I can't wait to it's watch be them. Tight. They're going to be tight. Bro. So, your guys' Stanley Cup finals matchup, the Vegas Golden Knights taking on the Carolina Hurricanes, both of you. Gentlemen, it's going to go to 14 games. <laughs> yeah, they're <laughs> going to have to add games. I don't know. I can't predict how. I left mine empty. You got to pick someone. I know, but I, I don't. I honestly. Carolina is going to win it all, okay? But I don't know in what fashion. I don't know. It's hard to say. Like, I got to. I, I, I need to see them play. It's going to be a, a like a junk goal in overtime that wins it. That like, just sneaks like Patrick by. Patrick Kane did in our intro. Yes, that just sneaks by Flurry. I really do think that. We'll see. So it it could, but kind of like you know Patrick Kane back in the day when he snuck that one by the. It's literally what he just said. said. The Flyers, yeah. Yeah, it's in our intro. When he's <laughs> the only one that knows that they won for a minute. <laughs> Throws. Yeah, his he's gloves. celebrating, was, and the announcers are like, "What?" Do we? Duncan oh, Keith skates over to officially. He's like, "Hey, uh, sorry about him. Can we? Uh, can we? Can keep we playing? keep playing? <laughs> can you keep doing that hockey?" Um. So you both have Carolina winning it all, or you haven't decided yet? Have you, AJ? Carolina is going to win think it all. It'll be Carolina. Carolina in Game Seven. It's going like to be a great game. Overtime number two. It's going to be a great series. It's going to be awesome to watch. Overtime number two in a seven-game series. Bounce a puck off the back of McFlurry's head. McFlurry. Yeah. <laughs> Mc um, Mark Andre McFlurry. <laughs> I'll make a bold prediction just for Ice your guys's. Just for your guys's matchup. If you want to do the whole overtime Game Seven, I think your game winner comes from Svechnikov. Off of the back of McFlurry. Sure, it can come off of the back of his head. I don't care. He's gonna score behind <laughs> the line. Hey, he does a he does the Michigan to win it all. That'd be wouldn't insane. that be insane? Uh, so my matchup would be Edmonton taking on Carolina, and is this where Connor McDavid meets his match? Yes. Or is it Carol? You know, or you know, does he overcome Carolina? Um, no, he doesn't. Anybody comes over Carolina. I'm gonna go. We can't go. I'm gonna take Carolina. We can't go over it. Oh no! We have to go through it. I think even in my matchup, Edmonton Carolina be a great series. Um, They're all gonna be great. Yeah, no matter what. It's all gonna be awesome to watch. So I'm, but I am taking Carolina. I think we all agree. At the end of the day, Carolina will be this year's Stanley Cup champions. I can't wait to watch Nashville get destroyed. Yeah, Nashville's in for a rough one here, yeah. as is Minnesota. Um, Home of the tiniest Cokes. Florida might be in trouble, too, against Tampa here. Bay. So. Yeah, Florida might be in trouble against Florida. Yeah, Florida. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, the, the uh, Minnesota-Vegas uh, series just kicked off. Uh, nothing yet. Uh, 13 minutes left to go in the first period there. <laughs> There's seven minutes played. Uh, Vegas is up by six. <laughs> okay, and Mark Andre Fleury has saved everything, everything, everything. Twenty saves, first period. What's an average of like saves in a game for a goalie? I would say depends on how many about shots. thirty. Okay, well, thirty. Yeah. So twenty in the first period is pretty good. <laughs> I, yeah. The Wild would be lucky to shoot twenty pucks at him. Well, yeah, they're they're just gonna carry pucks in their pockets and just yeah, they're just gonna <laughs> ch, ch, 
kaboom kaboom all right gentlemen i think this is about wraps up uh this episode um good one excited to watch some playoff hockey very um, well very well i think good once one. once i stop recording i might be able to pull up the game on the computer here we can watch the end of it um other than that gentlemen we will talk again soon. Uh, thank you so much to everybody for listening to this week's episode. Ladies and we, gentlemen. We sure appreciate it. We salute you. <laughs> I forgot the cannon part of the song. Um, of course, all feedback is appreciated. Uh, appreciated. 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 Hey, all, all, all your feedback is appreciated. So. The feedback's going to be like, hey, Kurt, learn to fucking talk. Uh, um, hey, yo, Kurt. Speaks grammar at a second grade level. Shut your level. mic off. Stay uh, tuned to our Facebook page. For, we got the We got the outro. All right. Uh, let me, let me, uh, stay tuned to all of our Facebooks. Uh, he doesn't shut his mic off. He just hold on. Hold on. Conceded mic. I'm going to give you guys one. Uh, stay tuned to our Facebook for the posting um, and all the racing news. Gentlemen, take it away. All right. All you fans out there listening, uh, this is uh, a lot of pressure on me here. It's been real and it's been fun. But it ain't been real fun. Nah, I should lie. It's been a lot of fun. Say, we'll it, give you guys updates on the Facebook uh, throughout. Fun. Shut up while I'm talking. You know what? We'll give you guys updates uh, throughout the week on playoff hockey. And uh, hopefully uh, you guys give us some brackets and we'll uh, you know have a really good uh, little playoff run here. But if it doesn't have Canes winning at all, you're all wrong. You guys have a great night. Did you want me to say something else? Bye-bye. We love you! Talk to you guys next week on Bullets, Boards, and Burnout. Woo!